Welcome back to the Cap Rack. It is Monday, August 17th. Uh, we have a lot of MLB games today, as usual. Um, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs are continuing on through. Uh, we got four games today, all of them at 2-1 in the series. I'll elaborate on that a little bit later in the show. Uh, and then the NBA playoffs, the first round starts today with, I believe, we have four games. Um, yeah, four games starting at 1.40 p.m. today, all the way running through 9 o'clock. Um, so I'm going to start off here with the MLB. Uh, we got a 5:15 start for the first game of the day with the St. Louis Cardinals and the Chicago Cubs. Uh, we have Kyung Quang Hyun Kim on the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, he's making his first start of the year. Uh, he closed out the first game of the year. He allowed one earned run and got the save on opening day against the Pirates. Um, but he's making his first start today. Uh, he's going up against Kyle Hendricks. Um, Three and one, three point oh eight ERA. Uh, he's been pitching super well for the Cubs. Um, pretty much their best starter all year, I would say, if I had to put a finger on it. Um, but the line for this one is Cubs minus one eighty five. Um, a lot of like the U.S. sports books don't have any odds out for this game right now for whatever reason. Uh, so I can't tell you what the minus one and a half line is or or the total for right now, but. I'm actually going to put a play on Cubs minus one and a half. I got to assume it'll probably be around even um, on the line there. I think it's a good play. The Cubs are hot. Got their best pitcher on the mound going up against a guy who hasn't made a start yet this year um, and has notched a save. So he's a late bullpen guy, and they're putting him in the front end of the rotation. So I don't know what's going to happen here. I feel like it's going to be a quick bullpen game for the Cardinals today. So I'm going to go with the Cubs minus one and a half backing Kyle Hendricks. Uh, there's actually another game. Um, Cubs Cardinals because the uh, Cardinals had their entire COVID fiasco. So there's going to be another game following this. Um, this game is going to be only seven innings. Same thing with the other one. Um, but yeah, I think this is a good play here. Moving on, we have the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees. The Yankees are up 2-0 in this series. They've won their last nine against the Red Sox, uh, 14 of 15 dating back to last year. Uh, we got Martin Perez on the mound against Jordan Montgomery. So a quick little battle of two lefties. Uh, the Yankees are minus 165 on the money line. And the total, let's check this real quick, is set at 10 runs. Um, Yankees minus one and a half is at plus 116. I, the Yankees should win this game. Um, Martin Perez has been the best pitcher for the Red Sox so far this year. Uh, but the Red Sox aren't a great team. I mean, they're like 6-14 and 14 or something like that. They're moving down in the AL East here. Nothing like the Red Sox teams we've seen in the past, which, I mean, I'm personally happy about. Um, as a Yankee fan, you see the bobbleheads right back there. Got a bunch of Yankee ones up there. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to have no play on this game only because Jordan Montgomery, I mean, he was shaky two starts ago. He kind of bounced back a little bit. Um, but Martin Perez has been sneaky, getting soft contact all year. Um, I just think the Red Sox are probably going to steal a game in this series. I don't know if it's going to be – I don't know if it's going to be today. Um, but I'm going to – I'll stay away from this game for now. Moving on, we have the Washington Nationals with Anibal Sanchez on the mound against Tuki Toussaint and the Atlanta Braves uh, in Atlanta. The Braves are minus 148 on the money line. The total set at 10 and a half. Um, again, I'm going to have no play on this. When I was looking at this last night, the total was at nine and a half, which I really did like only because Anibal Sanchez has not pitched well all year and the Braves lineup is typically good. But Ozzie Albies and Ronald Acuna are both out. So I don't think this is going to be the right spot to play the over here. Um, I think the Nationals can get to Tucson and the Braves can get to Sanchez. So I would lean on the over here, even though 10 and a half is a little high. Um, 
I'm not going to have it as a play, but I wouldn't hate if you put the over in. I would not be shocked if it hits. Then we have the Mets with Robert Zellman on the mound against the Marlins and Jordan Yamamoto. Uh, the Mets are minus 143 favorites on the road in Miami. Um, I wanted to take the Marlins here today only because I, I like Jordan Yamamoto. I think he keeps the team in games. I mean, he started last year off strong. I've, I've bet on him before and we got a win on that, but I don't know. The Mets are like a sneaky team right now where they can just blast off and put up a bunch of runs out of nowhere, but then they can also be that team where Jacob deGrom goes out and pitches and you give him no run support. So I, they're just not a team to be trusted with money at this point. So I'm going to pass over this game as well. Uh, then moving on, we have the Blue Jays and the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Hyunjin Ryu on the mound for the Blue Jays. Alex Cobb on the mound for the Orioles. Uh, just a little bit about these two guys. Uh, Ryu is 1-1 one one with a 4 ERA. Uh, Alex Cobb 1-1 one one with a 2.75 ERA. Uh, Cobb's been the best starter for Baltimore so far. Um, last time he faced the Blue Jays lineup was in August 2018. He gave up five runs on eight hits over five and two-thirds uh, in Baltimore. Uh, but that lineup in 2018 was nothing like uh, the Baltimore or the Blue Jays lineup you're going to see today. Um, I'm going to stay away from this, although I think the Orioles can really pull this out. I mean, they're 12 and nine on the year. Their their season total was set at 20 and a half games. Um, so I mean, it looks like they're going to go over. I mean, they're playing well. They'd be in the playoffs if the season ended today, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't mind a little underdog play here on the Orioles um, at plus 125, but I'm not going to put my money on a team that is essentially a triple-A lineup um, who's showing a little bit of spark here. But maybe later in the season we'll start getting on the Orioles a little bit, but I'm not ready to do that just yet. So uh, Then at 8-10 we have the Royals with Chris Bubick on the mound against Matt Whistler and the Twins. Uh, Whistler, I think, used to be in Atlanta. Um, just kind of a spot starter guy. Uh, the Twins have him now to kind of patch up a rotation that – isn't really set in stone. I mean, there's nothing consistent about it other than like Jose Barrios, uh, Jake Odorizzi up at the top. So, um, yeah, the line is a little steep. It's minus 210 here. The total set at nine and a half. I feel like the twins should take this, but if you want to put them in, put them in with a parlay or something like that. Uh, minus 210 is a little bit high, a little bit steep to take straight. So moving on, we got the Detroit Tigers with Matthew Boyd on the mound against the White Sox and Gio Gonzalez. Uh the White Sox are minus 148 on the money line. The total set at nine and a half. So I'm actually going to have two plays on this game. Um, I'm going to go White Sox money line because Matt Boyd has just been abysmal all year. Um, he's 0-2 with a 10.24 ERA. Uh, Gio Gonzalez hasn't really pitched well either. He's 0-1 with a 6.6 ERA. Uh, he almost recorded a win last time out, but they took him out after four and two thirds. So he wasn't eligible uh, to earn the win there because he didn't get the five innings. But, so the reason I like this and both plays on this game are the White Sox lineup has the ability to put up runs. Um, they're pretty right-handed dominant. You got guys like Tim Anderson, you got Jose Abreu, you have um, Yon Moncada, who I believe is a switch hitter. Um, Luis Robert, uh, Yasmani Grandal is a switch hitter. So that lineup can completely flip over right-handed to go face a lefty very um, easily. Um, and then I like the over only because I think the Tigers are going to be able to put up a little bit against Gio Gonzalez. Um, they've been, a little bit sneaky this year with kind of getting teams. They're sitting right around 500. Um, but I think this is a high-scoring White Sox win, which is why I have two plays on this game. Then moving on, we have the Padres and the Texas Rangers. Um, for the Padres, Zach Davies is going uh, against Jordan Lyles. Uh, the Padres are minus 130 on the money line. Um, that's actually going to be one of my plays today. 
Zach Davies is two and two with a 2.7 ERA. Jordan Lyles one and one with a 6.06 ERA. I just would rather trust the Padres, who are a sneaky team, really kind of picking it up here and putting up runs, getting wins, um, really fighting. They're right at 500 at 11 and 12, but I think they're a lot better team than the record says. Um, once their lineup kind of figures it out, gets in a little bit of a roll, um, they have the talent to do that um, with guys like Manny Machado, Eric Hosmer, Tommy Pham, Fernando Tatis, um, you name it. I mean, they, they can put up runs here. The Rangers, also much the same, kind of that middle-of-the-pack team who – is overperforming a little bit. I feel like people didn't really expect them to be winning games at this point. But, yeah, I think Davies is a much better pitcher than Jordan Lyles. The Padres lineup is much better than the Rangers, and the bullpen stack up um, fairly evenly. So I think taking the Padres out as, as a small road favorite is, is a good play here today. Uh, then moving on, we have the Rockies and the Astros. Uh, this game is at 9-10. Kyle Freeland on the mound against Brandon Belak for the Houston Astros. The Astros are minus 167 on the money line. Total set at 10. Uh, Freeland is 2-0 with a 2.45 ERA. Uh, one key stat that really jumped out to me, he's got a 58.7% ground ball rate. Um, best or Good for fourth in the NL among starters. Um, and Brandon Belak picked up two wins. He's got a 1.76 ERA, but both of his wins were out of the bullpen. Um, since then, he started two games, uh, pitched five innings each time. Uh, including five scoreless um, at Arizona. So I really like the Rockies here at plus 145 on the road. Um, they're 13 and eight. Um, they're overperforming. We didn't really see them as kind of this team that was going to be leading the West at this point in the year. Um, I think the Dodgers overtook them uh, the last couple of days, but as of last week, they were first in, in the AL West or NL West rather. Um, and the Astros are really struggling. So these are two teams kind of – I mean, the Rockies have stayed consistent with what they've been doing, and the Astros were – I think they were like 6-10 and 10 at some point, so they've rattled off a couple wins in a row sitting now at 11-10. and 10. Uh, But the Rockies are good enough to get a win here. The Astros are slumping. Uh, their top guys aren't hitting, like I've mentioned the past couple days. But plus 145 is great value, especially on the road here um, in a – a short left field porch where the Rockies hitters can really take advantage of it. Would not be shocked if Nolan Arenado goes deep today, but yeah, Rockies plus 145, a pretty hefty underdog pick, but I'm going to roll with it there. Then we have the Mariners with Justin Dunn on the mound against Ross Stripling and the Dodgers. Uh, I'm going to stay away from this completely. Uh, minus 315 on the money line for the Dodgers plus 260 for the Mariners total set at nine and a half. Um, this game is just too unpredictable. The Dodgers should win this pretty easily, but I don't know. It's Ross Stripling versus Justin Dunn. So I'm going to leave this game completely alone and advise you do the same. Uh, then moving on to the last game of the day, we have the Giants and the Angels. Uh, the Giants sitting at 8-15, and 15, the Angels at 7-15. and 15. We got Tyler Anderson on the mound against Griffin Canning. The line is set at Angels minus 182, total set at 9.5. The Angels are much better than their record says. They just don't have starting pitching. That's the real problem for them. I'm going to stay away from this game, though. I already have five picks on the day with the Cubs minus one and a half, the White Sox over, uh, Tigers over nine and a half, White Sox money line, Padres, Padres money line, and the Rockies plus 145. Then we're going to move on to the first round of the NBA playoffs. We have the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets at 1.40 p.m. Um, the spread is five points in favor of the Nuggets. The total set at 215 and a half. I uh, got the Nuggets at minus 200 on the money line. Uh, check out our blogs on CapsOnSports.com. I'm not going to play any picks for the NBA today. 
only because I'm kind of strictly focusing on the MLB for now. Um, so I don't want to lead you guys in the wrong direction. But that's the first game of the day. Then we're moving on at 410. We got the Nets snuck into the playoffs, uh, playing the Raptors. Uh, we've got a 10-point spread here for the Raptors, uh, 530 on the money line, total set at 222. Then at 640 tonight, we got the 76ers and the Boston Celtics. Now, the Celtics are six-point favorites, 218 on the total, and minus 250 for the Celtics on the money line, plus 205 for the Sixers. Then at 910, we have the Mavericks and the Clippers. Now, the Clippers are six-point favorites tonight, uh, 229 on the money line. And you can get the Mavs at plus 225 and the Clippers at minus 275. So then moving on to the Stanley Cup playoffs at 3 o'clock, we have the Lightning and the Blue Jackets. Uh, the Lightning are minus 162 on the money line. They also lead the series 2-1. to one. Um, Check out Sam's picks, again, on our website, CapsOnSports.com, um, or on Twitter at uh, CapsOnSports. He should be posting his blog and tweeting it out. CapsOnSports will retweet it. Um, so find that, or you can go directly to the website whenever it's up. Just check periodically before game time through the day. Um, the total for that game is set at 5. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, but anyway, moving on at 5.30, we got the Colorado Avalanche against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, the total is set at 5 for this game. The Avalanche minus 186 on the money line. They also lead the series 2-1. to one. Um, Then at 8 o'clock, we have the Boston Bruins and the Carolina Hurricanes. The Bruins are minus 127 on the money line. The total is set at 5.5. Uh, the Bruins also lead the series 2-1. to one. Then after the Blues won in overtime last night, to stay alive. Um, they are minus 139 on the money line against the Canucks tonight at 10:30. The line or the total set at five and a half there. Um, the Canucks are up two to one in this series um, as the nine seed against, I believe the blues are the one um, I'm not hundred percent sure there, but that's pretty much it. Uh, just a quick little recap of my picks for today. We have the Cubs minus one and a half. We have the Chicago White Sox and the Detroit Tigers over nine and a half. We have the White Sox money line minus 150, the Padres money line minus 130, and the Rockies money line an underdog play at plus 145. Um, so that pretty much wraps up today's episode of the Cap Rack. Hope you guys have a good Monday, and I will see you tomorrow morning.